we, we can always find the beginning of the show. This is it. Exactly. All right, read it. Exactly. All right, so just got this uh, email that pops up. Hi there. I want you to tell me whether or not you think this is you know, real scam, whatever you want. Hi there, it's me again. My client lives in, well, city out of it, and would like your help with a home remodel, drawing, and design project. The project is four miles from me. Please let me know if you're willing to chat about this project. So it goes further, and it says, you know, budget unspecified. Mm-hmm. Love that. That's why they want to great. Yeah, they, know, they want to talk to you good first. Good start. Yeah. That's full project description. We're looking to remodel a that will require major renovations, kitchen, master bath, laundry, primary downstairs bathroom, and a wing that will have a guest bedroom and bath, which will need a teardown. I'm not sure if they're tearing something down and building it back. Looking for estimates to draw plans. I'm surprised it didn't say blueprints. (laughs) Yes. We need someone to draw blueprints. Please fax me your... Please fax me your quote. How'd they get your email? Are you... You're you're moonlighting, aren't you? You you haven't told me that you're... Okay, first of all, you are moonlighting. You're reading email when we're recording. Okay, so number one, strike. All right. Number two... Well, that's not moonlighting. That's just not paying attention to you. (laughs) What's new? Uh, But but you've got to have an ad on Thumbtack or Craigslist or something because you're you're soliciting for for architectural services here and uh, you're getting inquiries. I mean, this is... is, Small firms would love this. You got to tell us how you're doing it. I'm assuming, just seems like, um, builds it. The customer success is built from, or the, apparently they got in touch with me through Buildzoom. I don't even know what Buildzoom. Somebody is. scraped your email from the 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 Detroit yeah. AIA. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Some, but I will say that looking at the zip code, it's actually you know something in my old area. Oh, okay, so okay, so. They're scraping it from the AIA that it used to be. Yeah. <laughs> Not the one that I belong to now. Uh I, I don't like it when I I use a web browser and I, I I go to a site and it and it immediately says that this site has been involved. Like a a notification pops up. This the site has been involved in a data breach. You need to change your password. <laughs> and it's something yeah. like Jeez. like an AIA yeah. website or like, you know, I'm not I'm not saying that is, but I should but this happens a lot. Maybe I should just um, navigate away from this. Yeah, just back, 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 back. I can't hit back fast enough. Yeah. I get out of there. Uh, My favorite ones are when you get onto a, go onto a website, you know, you're looking for product data and you can't even get into like this until you start like giving them your personal information. Like, oh, oh. So, Apparently, I might have gone to BuildZoom to look for some product data. Whatever that is, you were there. Yeah. I'm whatever sure. whatever that is. Because you needed so, something, yeah. and, and you're the captive although, audience at that You know, point. although what I like about it is, is it's, hi there, it's me again. It's not, mm. hi there, mm. Cormac, or Mr. Phelan, or Phelan Architect, whatever. It's just, hi there. And, it, and it's hey. me again. We're like, friends. We've already talked. We've already it's, chatted. I mean, this is the yeah. second time, so you're more likely to respond this time, right? Because I'm, yeah. Well, guess what, Mister? Should I read his say his name? Yeah, out? yeah. Let's 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 Mr. provide Jack the email address. Cookson of <laughs> Jack Cookson from BuildZoom.com. There you go. We're not friends. Yeah. <laughs> Remind me who you are again. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Well, well, you know, if you need some entertainment, you might reply. Actually, what's even interesting? So here you. Go. The email is from one person, but it's signed from someone else. Hmm. That. That's not shady, right? I, I feel I feel <laughs> even better about this now. Yeah. Definitely yeah, yeah. inspires confidence. <laughs> Reply all. Right. Is there is there more than one email address on there? 
how about this? It's like, hey there, it's me. You know, instead of it's me again, it's me. I'll I'll respond back to them exactly this. Like, hey, it's me, y'all. Hey, so glad to hear from you. <laughs> I I have a confession gotcha. to make. I feel a little dirty here, Cormac. Do you know Do you know no, what yeah. I'm about to confess to you? Mm-hmm. I bought a I bought a new computer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel a little dirty. I I, it's, I bought a Windows computer. Oh, Windows. So it's not just a PC. This is actually hmm. a Windows machine. Well, this is from this Microsoft. This is a Microsoft I mean, machine. It, yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It is a Microsoft. Which is pretty much like the is. most expensive <laughs> Windows computer you could probably get anyway, right? So, yep. Oh, you see that? Oh, there it oh, is. Oh, there it is. Oh, yeah. And I can't hold mine up because I'm using it right now. Yeah. But uh, anyway. Well, welcome to uh, welcome to the dark side. I, the, I, 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 I feel a little dirty because I'm cheating on my... Here, here I'll hold up my... Here's, Your Mac. here's what I'm cheating on right oh. here. Hi, man. Yeah, and this is a couple so, of years old now at this point, but it's it's been a great, 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 great machine. So, so the new school that my wife teaches at, they issued out them all laptops, mm. and she gets a brand new, still sealed in the box, iMac Pro, mm. and she's like, "I know how to use this." All right, come on, let me let me show you how to use it. I was just like. I was just like I was telling you the other day when I knew that you were getting this. It's just like you you retrain your brain to think everything the opposite of, you know. It's just like you don't look for properties. You look, you get info, or vice versa. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. I can't, you, I can't get info on a thing anymore. I have to right click and go to properties. You don't press the red dot on. Yeah, you don't press the red dot on the left side. You press the X on the right side. The scrolling is is even different when I'm using a mouse, right? Uh, the the trackpad yeah. is exactly the same, uh, but but the mouse was different. I actually yeah. had to install the mouse driver. I didn't just go with the basic Windows driver so that I could flip the scrolling. And, and people who are Windows users are probably like screaming at this right now, like what what are you talking about? Because everybody who goes from Windows to a Mac wants to flip it the other direction, but that's. I'm so exactly. used to the Mac, I, I flipped the scroll the scroll wheel on the mouse so, just so that I could oh, did be you? more like my, my Mac. <laughs> so you know the funny thing is is that when when we were recording everything off of Mac, that'd be you know a PC by day, Mac at night. Mm-hmm. I was always trying to Macify my PCs. Mm-hmm. Now you just give and it up completely, so, right? Yeah, and and since we've gone to uh, an online platform for recording, yeah, editing, and everything else, I just can go ahead and keep you keep all PC all PC the time by day, yeah. PC all night, yeah, exactly, <laughs> all PC all the time, right? And it just makes it a lot easier, so that like my brain doesn't have to like recalibrate itself. It's just like, okay, wait, do I, which one do I want to do? Yeah, you know. Thing. And you don't have to and maintain so it, more it, than one computer anymore. Like that, that is actually a, a exactly. big mental burden. I'll say at our advanced age, other other youngsters are like, what, whatever. True. Like a, that's no not a big deal to me. But it's just one more thing to have to deal with on top of all of our other responsibilities. And I can use less responsibilities yeah. at this point, not more. So the your your fancy Windows Surface. Pro laptop, right? Let me tell you the name I of this thing. A- Let me tell you the name of this thing because the I thought that the naming might be better than the mess we've seen from Apple for the last you know ten years with the no the the there's like the MacBook Pro M2 Ultra Max or the iPhone 15 Pro Max. What like there's all these you know very it amazing words that have yeah. to get stuffed on the end of everything that's it's no different in the windows world so microsoft yeah. studio laptop that's right. two it's something like that it's oh okay it's it, it because it you have like the surface laptop right 
and I have the Surface laptop yes. or the Surface Studio laptop two because well, I, yeah, that, I have the new one that just came out because I was waiting for that one specifically to come. So I have the Surface laptop. You have the Surface laptop. Yes, and it's the studio one where the screen flips down yes. over the keyboard uh, easel yep. style. And I did get the yeah. the Slim Pen 2 as well, which another ridiculous name for a stylus. And, uh, and so you can actually draw right on the screen. And the only reason I bought this machine, Cormac, it's not because I'm interested in switching to Windows. It's not because I want to run Revit. It's I just have a project coming up where it will make more sense if I run the Windows version of a certain piece of software, which I'm not going to name right now because this, this project is up and coming, and I'll announce it when it's time. Top secret. I'm not there yet, though. So, But but that's the only reason I bought it, and, and because I want to draw on the screen. And so going from yeah. two devices to one, actually in this kind of a, a situation, I think is really nice. And I have to say... I am super happy with the responsiveness of drawing on the screen of yeah. this thing. I, yeah. I thought it wasn't going to be as good as the iPad. I do have an iPad Pro from a few years ago, which the tech behind the scenes has gotten better in the last few years, but it's not like I have zero complaints with the iPad Pro that I have. I thought it was not going to be as good, and I it is. It's just it's great. It's absolutely great. So yeah. I'm thrilled uh, yeah, with that. Actually, so <laughs> I I don't know if I did I tell you this story? Did I tell share this story? It's like when they sent me my new computer because all because they couldn't update one piece of software, which really it was a piece of software that I don't use a lot, but it is something that they just couldn't, you know, they're like, all right, well, we're just going to send you a new computer. And so we were using the Z books, you know, the mobile workstation. Um, That's an HP. And is that correct? As many, that that's an HP, yeah. They get they and have the the corner on the letter Z. Hewlett Packard does exactly, yeah, yes. And so then they're like, oh, well, we'll just send you a new computer. So of course I'm expecting one of the more updated versions of the Z. You know, they've got ones you know have touch screen and all this other stuff. And so, which mine was still a, a touch screen because it really wasn't that old. It was just something that they for some reason couldn't get. You know, some of the software. So they send me it. I'm like looking at the box. The box isn't as big as I assumed it would be. So I was like, what what, what did they send me? So I, I open it up and I see kind of this like silvery computer because they, they just basically, they pulled it out of the thing. It wasn't like, you know, sealed in a box or anything like that. And they didn't send it in the Microsoft box. Oh, they, yeah. Because they, they just sent it. They had to deploy all their already, software and they had to do all the setup exactly. for you before you yes. even got it. Okay. Yeah. And so they sent it to me. And so I see this shiny little thing that sort of, sort of looks like a Mac. It totally looks like yeah, a right? Mac. It totally does. Exactly. My son was like, he didn't even notice I got a new computer, and and he's eagle eyed right, for right. that kind of a thing. <laughs> he didn't even notice. So my it's, my wife was like, "Oh yeah, I would have never known. I would have never known." It's <laughs> yeah. So they send it to me, but then I glance on the cover and I see the Windows symbol. Yeah, and I'm like, "What the?" You know, insert you, all of the so you had the colorful metaphors, preconceived ideas about the type of. I was sort of I was sort of giddy that they you know it's like. Could they have really sent me a Mac? I mean, you know, they know that I like Macs and all, but could they have really sent me? No, they could not. No, they, no. they really couldn't. They, no. really, they really didn't. And and so I get it, and I started acting like a little child. I'm like, I don't want this. This is just, this This is terrible. Mm. I will admit, I'm wrong. You're wrong. And <laughs> I've been using it, and you know, I can, you know, have... Revit open twice because we have two models for one project. And if I want to jump back and forth between them, it's better to open them up separately rather than opening them up together. And so I have two Revits running and all of these other things and a lot of different things that are typical memory hogs, right? Mm -hmm. And it actually runs fine. Yeah. Nice. I, I don't really have too much complaint about it. It's lighter. It's far more mobile. I love the tablet application on it. The the palm rejection, I'm surprised at how good it actually is. Mm -hmm. 
the you know the being a lefty the, you have to you have to put that in there because exactly. it's a it's it's a bigger deal yeah. for lefties for sure it it is yeah. and and what's what's interesting about it is that you know like when we were when I'm doing ace and I'm sitting down with the students and we're talking about stuff and like we had done a couple of screen caps and we started drawing over so like well tell me you know some of your ideas about like what you want to do with this project and they're explaining their ideas and I'm sort of sketching over the top of you know the screen cap that we did because we're just visually talking through things, and they're all their jaws are dropped. Oh, this is amazing! This is what and architects you know, do. Oh, I, they, now they have this exactly. idea that this is what architects do. Did, did you tell them? Did you tell them they're going to be drafting toilet room detail? Like, <laughs> yeah, door, door so, schedules. Yeah. <laughs> so you said that you got a. What was this? The stylus, the slim pen two or whatever it is. It's like the, it's the one that it, it actually two. magnetically sucks under the front lip of the machine to to recharge okay. and and find a find a home. Oh, yours does that. So yeah, I have two. <laughs> you have you have the stylus two. Yes, I have two stylus. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just and flip the order there gonna do you one better pull it out and if you can see i can't see what that is i'm like moving back because you... it's out of focus but you need to get it closer to your face okay so it's not my glasses that are failing me oh look at it's a little duracell battery it is a quadruple a battery oh i haven't i did not know that there was a thing i have never heard of a quadruple a battery before but there is the existence because here it is right here oops Live and in person. Look, it's it's the size. Here, hold on. I'll do this. It's the size of an eyeball. <laughs> Captain Captain Cormac, right there. Captain Battery Eye. And it's it's interesting because it's a it's just a little teeny thing, uh, but I, but I mean, though, even even this, it really is pretty responsive. It's it's quick. It's surprise. So, yes, again, I would like to welcome you. Back to the dark side. Oh, I mean, it is. Uh, it's a funny thing going back, and I. I have to say, like this machine is what kind of convinced me that this was even going to be an option instead of trying to figure out what I want to do in the future between a iPad and a MacBook Pro. I wanted it all in one device. I wanted to be able to sketch right on top of the programs I'm going to be working in. Basically, is what got me to this situation that I put myself yeah. into. Uh, and so the this is like a two-in-one device, right? Being able to flip the screen out and pull it over the keyboard and draw right on it, not not rip the, the screen off. I, I know that some of the first laptops, the screen was actually detachable. This one is not, yeah. is not that, and I think there was many flaws. I, I knew people who had that version, and they never took it off. It's, it's like it's novel yeah. in the beginning, and they would detach it and take it to meetings and draw their notes and stuff on it. But then you kind of wished you had the keyboard sometimes or you needed to plug it in or yeah. whatever. And and so they, they just ended up never taking it off again and not really using that functionality. And I thought, that's a really expensive machine to, to not have what you want out of it. And so this one, it just was convincing enough. It's it's a really powerful machine. It's it's to the nines on power you know obviously when you want to use all that you got to keep it plugged in uh so sure. we'll see what happens with that but but that's the situation i'm going to be using it in anyway it it's amazing how a laptop is full-on desktop replacement nowadays yeah and as long as you use it in that you kind of still have to use it in that and that's that's what i actually i think i'm going to miss most about switching i i don't plan on switching for everything but the, the battery life on my MacBook Pro with the with the Apple Silicon is so it's not the old Intel chips. There is no comparison. You can seriously use yeah. a MacBook all day long doing whatever you want uh, without plugging it in, which is incredible. Um, but at the same time, you can't run Revit on it because you just you can't even install Windows on them anymore, right? So you can't do a boot camp partition you can't install revit you can't install oh, really? whatever you want on the on the windows side anymore um hmm. 
so that that's a downside and, and that's really why I started to go back this direction. So we'll, we'll see how this plays out, but I would love to hear people's recommendations for if they do have any, if they're, if they're using a setup similar to this, I, the, the only thing that I've really done for, for drawing is uh, I downloaded an app called Snagit, which is a, a paid app, and it basically allows you to I'll do a lot more annotations over screenshots, which is, a, which is what I need to be able to do in the future, in my future un undisclosed project. So um, that to me is, is, of course, you could use the snipping tool and you can draw on that, but this one actually has a bunch of kind of like Bluebeam, a bunch of assets yeah. already in there that you can throw down and and it and it makes it a lot more effective as a teaching tool and to and today i you know was having a conversation with somebody after a meeting one of our clients we were sitting in a meeting we were talking about a couple of different things and you know like well you know we're really not quite sure if we can get it to work and, you know, wheels were turning in my head, thinking about potential ideas and all this other stuff. Everybody needed to go because you had already gone long. And so they said, I really got to go. So everybody goes, hey, can you guys, you know, hang back for just a minute? Sure. So um, as a, let me share my screen, share my screen, sharing Bluebeam uh, with the floor plans that we're, you know, doing some altercations on. Alteration. Eh, it might be an altercation. <laughs> it could it could turn into that. <laughs> depend, depend, depending on the cost, it could very well be an altercation. But so, you know, they, they were asking for something that on paper, as we're looking through all the constraints, weren't quite sure we could get. And so I just, you know, triple out you know, battery pens here um, and uh, Bluebeam. I just uh, started because for some reason... And here's where I get snobbish. Yeah. For some reason, yeah. somebody decided to do a Teams call. A Teams oh, call. Oh, God, not that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a Zoomer. You are. Because, <laughs> because I could draw on the screen without having to worry about it. You can't do that in Teams yet? And you, no. What? You, you, you can take like, a screenshot of something, then bring it up, screenshot. and then bring it into like whiteboard like, or whatever. What, paint. Or, or white, yeah, it's, it's, I was like, come on, you, we have now had three, what, three years of, of isolation and teams call and zoom calls and teams couldn't teams have at least just ripped that off. Uh, well, I mean, what they assume you're going to do, I guess, is use the Microsoft whiteboard app go back, go, and go screen back share, to work. screen share that. So, yeah, yeah. But if but I, you have to have a separate somebody, camera if you want to use this device and do that, right? If you want to stay on camera, right? Because the the camera's in the screen that you're going to be laying out flat and drawing on, and so you're exactly. going to be looking at the ceiling. This is like pointing, right? Exactly. Here, hold on. You know, and like, this is the same company that makes all of this stuff. They make all the software and the connective software they, and they the hardware make, and the operating system and everything. You think they would right. kind of figure this out? They make this laptop that you and I are talking about right now, right? And there's just like the one thing is like, look, there are some, there are some quality things about like teams as a inner ecosystem. Kind of you got to use the right eco tech, tech word here. Sure. Okay. <laughs> so it, it, it is a good ecosystem for, for things. And teams is purely about like, let's have this conversation and stuff. But the thing that I love that is absolute value. And as an architect, you got to, you got to put the asterisk. As an architect. Yeah. As an architect, sure, because I'm gonna. I was about to complain about some of the fun meetings and stuff that we've been having. They, it, it's just okay if you're sharing your screen, mm -hmm. I can draw over the over the stuff that you're sharing. Mm -hmm. You know, all I have to do is hit the annotate tool and start drawing over. It's like, oh well, what if we do this, 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 and this, and and just you know sketch over the top that's of it super and call cool. it done. Yeah, beautifully perfect. I mean, that's exactly. I mean, that's what we do. We we visually communicate. It's just like you know, what do you think is a better solution? Like, well, you know, here it's this, and then you're drawing, you're showing, it's like you ask for a solution. It's it's like when we pull out a, you know, piece of trace and we're, you know, tracing something over the top of, of something else that we're drawing right in front of them. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what, you know, like that's what Zoom's all about. Yeah. I, so, 
know if we had ever talked about some of the things that like you you hear people still to this day, three years later of the two and a half, three years, whatever it is, three years, let's just call it three years. Yeah. Three years later of people doing these virtual meetings and stuff. And they're just like, I still can't figure this zoom out. I'm like, you're on zoom every day. How have you, how have you not figured it out yet? Or oh, man. can you hear me? Right. Right. You know, like, wait, Oh, Sorry, I was on mute. Like, come on, man. Like, you you literally, we do this every day. I talk to you every day. You have not figured out that, or here, I'll give you an example. You haven't figured out that if you're on a Teams call, that when you are, when you pull up your, and you're sharing your screen, and you pull up your Zoom chat, to talk crap about the person you're meeting with <laughs> that everybody could see it. Right. Right. Not to say that I've been in a meeting where I'm frantically texting, not I won't zoom or teams chat them. Get it off the I will computer. text them and say, get it. <laughs> get it off your screen now, please, quickly. <laughs> like, right. I'm I'm embarrassed, you know. Or there in teams there used to be like this little pop-up that you can you know it's just like you know a little notification so like right now i see that somebody for some reason sees that i'm on the computer and they just zoom chatted right now at you know this late hour mm -hmm. and of course i'm not going to i won't interrupt our recording to, to yeah answer right that. right <laughs> but but it just gives me like just the little notification. It just, you know, like you know, little red one that says that I've got a notification. But there used to be where it would pop up and there would be like the first few lines of what somebody says. And oh my Lord, have I sat through many a meeting where the first few lines are some of the most damning lines that you like. <laughs> totally. You have to learn a whole new How? etiquette and communication style now there. that people are constantly sharing their screens, right? And, and still, three years into this, people are still well, just just can't get it. They're like, you know, they're sitting here, oh, you know, which which screen am I sharing? I'm like, the one where you're saying that Cormac is you know, being unreasonable because he's asking <laughs> you to get something in the next week. It's it's complicated though, right? I mean, how way, many times was, have you thought today. you were sharing a screen when you're only sharing a window, and you have to oh, yeah, start yeah. resharing because you want to share it with sound, and like it's just it's actually still way too complicated well, for for all this stuff for a lot of people. Well, I will say that Teams seems to hate me. Hmm. That's you not know, bad. when I'm in a Teams meeting, when I'm in a Teams meeting. It seems to hate me because when I share my screen. It will let me initially share w whatever screen. So if I wanted to share a screen with you, like that email from old uh, Jake Cookson, you know, fishing for uh, some plans. Right. I can show it to you, but then it essentially just freezes. Like on the the moment that I share it, I can't scroll. I can scroll, and I'm like clicking through, and I'm but talking it's not to going people, anywhere. and they're just like they're not seeing. They're it. like. Cormac, the you're, latest version. Cormac, you're talking about RCPs, but I'm still seeing a plan. And you're like, oh, uh, hold on. So you have to stop um, sharing and, and reshare. I've got all over and over stop and over. Stop share and reshare. Oh, but they can't see my pointer. They can't see, you know, like, well, you know, it's just a picture. In my mind. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Send some smoke So signals. then I'm like, you know. <laughs> and so I'll have to say, you know, does anybody else have this presentation open? Can they share the screen? Because... And, and then, you know, I have people who are like, Cormac, it's been three years. Why can't you get this? And I'm like, I'm on my third computer and it still won't do this to wow. me. Wow. Like it still Weird. like locks up. Weird. I have no idea. It, I just teams hates me. Can't we just I do it on it Zoom? Knows. That's the question. Yes. that That's always my question. Is it's like, everybody's just like, well, I can send out a teams invite. I was like, no, I'll, I'll, I'll send you out a Zoom invite. It's just like I always like raced, race to send out the invite so that they don't like hit me with the team's invite. Appreciate it, but I don't want it. Me first. Let's me first. 
Well, I'm I'm looking forward to to what I can do with this thing and figure it out and see. I mean, I expect it'll be just fine. And I it, this is a Windows 11 machine. I haven't been on Windows since Windows 8, maybe. Um, my wife has Windows 10 on her iMac upstairs on her Apple iMac so that she can run Revit, but it's, yeah. it's an older iMac. But uh, so I, I'm not unfamiliar with Windows, but I, I do have to say Windows 10 is fine. Like there's, yeah, it's it's absolutely fine. I, I don't have any yeah. problems with it. I can find what I'm looking for. I It's interesting nowadays switching to because so many of our tools are in the cloud, right? And yeah. there's yeah. so little software that you actually need to install where you could have potential problems or conflicts showing up. So I don't expect right. to uh, to run into too many problems with it. Well, if you you know need a refresher on how to install every version of Revit all the way back to seventeen, <laughs> no, terrible. I'm your man. <laughs> terrible, terrible. Uh, well, if I do have Windows questions, I do know how to ask. I know who to ask. That's you. You Cortina. can become my. Oh, there you go. I'll just, just. <laughs> Do they that. still call it Cortina? Cortana, isn't it Cortana? Cortana, Cortana. Cort Sorry, Cortina. Isn't but that a car? I don't know. <laughs> I think it is actually. It might be. I think it's actually a Ford. Actually, a European Ford. Right. The Ford is right. Right. Look at that. Look at us. Uh, Bringing well. it back. Yeah. Windows and Ford. There you go. Made in America. They're 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 very similar. They're found outside dead skin. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Roadkill. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I mean, you know, I w I will say. Just sorry, I don't know why I just started thinking about this, because we're talking about a Windows device, an actual Windows device, because. For the longest time, Windows was just software, mm -hmm. hardware, you know. It wasn't hardware, it was software, right? Right. You know, every other computer in the world ran this. And and they've actually, and I'm going to say it, they built a very competent machine. Mm -hmm. And I think it's like the first time I really actually ever saw or thought of or my first memory of a Windows hardware thing was the Zoom. Yeah, the Zoom. Remember the Zoom? I do. They were they had a really yeah. cool industrial design to them, right? It was yeah, and I, yeah. and and I don't just mean like industrial design as in the discipline, I, but I actually mean like an industrial theme, like right. kind of chunky hardware, sharper corners, not not like razor sharp, but yeah. definitely beveled, and they had a cool yeah. look to them, and it was very different than what Apple was doing with iPods back in the day because the Zune was an right. iPod competitor, right? It was a music player. And yeah. it was a it was a cool looking device that didn't didn't last that long. It it couldn't compete. I mean everybody everybody was probably so invested into their iTunes store of all of the different things, their iTunes music, or they downloaded a CD and loaded it into their iTunes and stuff. And we used to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and when, when Apple put iTunes on windows, I think that kind of sealed the yes. deal, right. For, for the iPod to be there. Yeah, yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It totally. Right. And, and then the, it was like the, the zoom, the zoom next generation was the, the uh, windows phone. Which again, you know, carried a very similar design sensibility to what the Zune was, and was just—I don't know—it was—it was. I think I don't know how how well they worked. I would never actually ever touch one, but you know, the thing that the just amazed me is that exactly <laughs> keep that they away didn't from look me. That bad. I mean, yeah. if we if we're were, if we're judging things looking. on looks, I mean, yeah, yeah they really were. Yeah, and then and then they kind of stayed away from hardware except for the Xbox, right? That was really their hardware yeah. division for the longest time, and 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 then they started getting back into computers. And uh, we actually in a, in the studio when I was at HMC, we had one of those 
Surface Studios, the big one, the big 27, 28-inch screen that that would all in one computer that would pivot down. And and it was was really cool. It was really nice to have a big screen that was like a drafting board. And actually, that's I'm glad we kind of got full circle here because isn't it interesting how you and I are of a certain generation of architects, right, where we really did bridge from the analog to the digital. It was during our formative years of architectural training and school and internships when, you know, we still had CRT monitors back in the day, right? We still, we still all used tower computers. There was no laptops that were worth anything at that point in time for the kind of software that we needed to run. Um, And at the same time, we still had studios that you had to do everything analog or the teacher would say, yeah, okay. Like, I guess you can do this in digital we'll see how it turns out and and we had to kind of pioneer presentation techniques we had to pioneer how do you get this drawing out of the computer onto paper you know when when everyone else is buying a big sheet of mylar and they're drawing it by hand and it's no big deal to to just draw right on the paper if you're using a computer now you have to solve that problem of like large-scale output you have to find somebody with a pen plotter or find somebody with a large inkjet printer and and then, and then you, you know, if you wanted to go to reprographics, you, you had to solve a lot of different problems that the teacher, right. no one was there to guide you, right? And so now here we are yeah. with these dual purpose machines where we still want to draw by hand, but we need to communicate with somebody on the other side of the planet. And so you could just draw it and take a picture of it and send it. But we all know going through the drawing process with them watching is a completely yeah. different level of communication. And I think it's it's just really interesting. Not that this is the only machine you can do that with, but I think it's just interesting kind of, it kind of tells a tale of the generation that we're from, or we're of, right. to have machines that still kind of bridge the gap between analog and digital and, and communication style. And we see the value of that communication style and, and we want to use it. Right. It is kind of our superpower at this point, right? <laughs> of being able to draw yeah. by hand and, and communicate in that way. Exactly, because like I said, today when we're sitting here and we're talking about a solution, everybody's like, well, you're not really sure this will work and this. And and really, you know, people were like looking at dollar signs. They were thinking about things. And so I like, you know, pulled the, um, pulled up the floor plans. I was zooming. I was just like, remember now we're, we're, we're modifying this wall. So we have all of these sliders that we can repurpose all of these rather than sending them back. We can repurpose these. We can use this. We can create this little area, this like dressing, uh, gowning area within this little lab space out of basically repurposed, you know, stuff that we have that mm. we've already ordered. It's already on site. We're already waiting for it. They're just like, oh, you know, you know, we can't, we can't do this because if we put doors in there, you know, we've got all these door swing. Uh, we've got all this door swing issue. We've got all this. We've got all that. You know, it's gonna like, it's gonna take up lab space and and everything else. And I just, you know, like, the the superpower was is like, you know, here I am. I'm like, you know, thinking about all these things. And I'm sketching them all out. I wanted to try to just like brain dump it out there, get everybody else's opinion. And at the end of the day, everybody's like kind of shaking their head. This might actually work, mm. <laughs> you know, in. And it wasn't like, oh, let me go back to the office and sketch something up and send it out to you and all that other stuff. It's a real-time conversation that I'm getting input on. And they're just, oh, and we could do this. Or, oh, you know, and like we're getting all of this stuff and everybody's like drawing on top of this. Everybody has access to sit there and like open their finger, their their stylus or whatever, and just sit there and draw. I actually got really good at drawing with a mouse drawing like sketching with a mouse i don't know how you did that i like to do it yeah i just don't even know yeah. how because it's it's yeah. funny like i i heard this all 20 years ago like drawing with a mouse is like drawing with a brick and i i've never been able yeah. to disassociate that from from it anymore and so i mean i have yeah, a mouse yeah, right yeah. here too because <laughs> i need i need another button sometimes right but even the, the trackpads yes. have gotten so much better and the software has done a lot to make it like yeah. like once you scroll to the side, you, you you're just like this mouse doesn't work anymore for me. I I, I can't scroll to the side with this mouse, but it's it, it is well, still useful to have. Uh, 
for as for as a left work as sure. a lefty as a lefty who uses the mouse in the right hand pencil in the left hand i actually am like writing and clicking mm-hmm. so, and just trying to do things you know multitasking with both hands and everything else so i have never gotten away from anything else i like any time i get a new device whether it's me going and getting an upgraded mouse or anything else i have to get a mouse and i have to get the old traditional kind of symmetrical version mouse. Of mouse right i i can't i can't use the ones that are like stationary with like the little roller ball mm-hmm. on it yeah. or all these i just i've never been able to, to work i i know people who have them there's this one guy in the office that has this like really wacky it it looks amazing it i have absolutely no how idea how it functions there's some pretty wild devices out there yeah dude can zoom all over the place you know like nobody's business with that thing and i'm just like i i'm i talk with my hands i move and all this other stuff so i guess it's just a translation of how i am is how i work and if my hands aren't moving then i don't feel like i'm working or i'm doing things because you move. You to express <laughs> yourself with your hands. He's a hand talker. I got to talk. He's the hand talker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't need a mouse most of the time, and I and the reason why is because I have a laptop and I want it use it like a laptop. I don't want to use it like a desktop. So I want to move around the house. I want to go to the coffee shop. I want to take it with me and put it in the backpack. And I don't want that extra device mm-hmm. that I have to then hold on my knee while I'm sitting on a chair in the airport. Oh no, I, you know to do um, what I want yeah. to do. So you have to get proficient with a trackpad. And all of the... Yeah, so I th- use That is trackpad. one of the cool things that came from the phone back to the computer, right? Which was the multi-touch, the gestures, yeah, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yes. And that the trackpads yeah. have really enabled that kind of interaction to get back to the laptop. I will definitely say that I'm glad that PCs ripped off, you know, the Mac trackpads. The big glass um, trackpads. Because... Yeah, because, well, it's you know, like using two fingers, three fingers, swiping, pinching, you know, all of this other stuff. It PCs didn't do that right. for the longest right. time. PCs never did that. Right. And when Windows started doing it, they're like, hmm, if we can rip this off. And they did, thankfully, because it does actually make it easier. You know, if I, if I do want to be mobile, if I want to go like, sit downstairs or go to a coffee shop or something, I can't actually do all of that without taking the mouse and dealing with the mouse. Now, do I like it? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's hey. everyone's on that spectrum, right? Where it depend I I, yes. I would prefer not to use a mouse, but there's certain applications like Rhino or Revit. You you got to use a mouse, right? And yeah, you might even want well, yeah. another. You might even want like a 3D navigation, you know, space navigator kind of space mouse thing to to orbit right. and do all you know pan Space. and yeah that's i got one around here somewhere but it's it's put away at the moment but uh like you can you know you use your right hand. i will use my right hand because i'm a righty for the mouse for clicking inputting but my left hand yeah you have your pencil in i have a, i can have a space mouse in and i'll be using that to orbit and zoom and pan with so I can operate a 3D model in a much faster, more efficient way and, and just without having a hand on the keyboard all the time, um, which, you know, if someone's a gamer, they're totally used to that, right? They Like my, my kid upstairs has yeah. got his fingers glued to WASD, right? Like that's his, he always talks about that. So that's the only reason I know about that. But he's he's using keyboard shortcuts to move through space and and he's using his mouse to look around. So you're using a two-handed kind of a, a situation to to move through space. Yeah. Well, that's I'm sorry. Joystick gamer. Oh. <laughs> Atari 2600. <laughs> I just they just so re-released. Weird. Have you seen this? They have the a, a new Atari 2600. It's like 200 bucks. And yeah. all of the original Fully games are on one everything. cartridge, but it still it still will use no, the no, old no. cartridges. It'll still take all the old cartridges. Uh, okay, so we had we have a version that they sold that you know it, it's basically the body of the Atari, but it doesn't have cartridges. Oh, okay. And it still has the it has the wireless joystick, just like 
the Atari, and it's preloaded with like eight hundred. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up here. I'm gonna look for it. Atari twenty six hundred, like a reissue. Um, They they just came out with this. See if we can find it. One month ago, Atari twenty six hundred official announcement trailer. This is what. Yeah, so it actually it's like rebranded as the twenty six hundred. And uh, should I? I don't really need to share my screen, but uh, the the idea here is it looks and feels just like the old one, the original twenty six hundred. If you don't know what the Atari twenty six hundred is, and you've seen it for sure, but go ahead and, and we'll put a link to it in the show notes so you can, you can find that. But look it up. And this is called the twenty six hundred plus, and basically it's a recreation, trying to be as original as possible, except. There are more modern innards, like the and the joystick. I guess is probably going to last longer. Like I remember them wearing out, like the little buttons that were underneath the joystick would wear out after a while because we played them so much. Yeah. Um, but now I yeah. guess with it'll play twenty six hundred and seventy eight hundred games that have been released over the last fifty years, so you can actually still plug your old cartridges in, and it comes with a cartridge, and it's got it doesn't. I don't see it in this one. Um, Look at this. You can get the CX30 paddle controller with a 4-in-1 multi-game cartridge. It's available for $39.99. So the games on that will be Breakout, Canyon Bomber, Night Driver, and Video Olympics. So you get all those on one cartridge. I was going to say, I was going to say, I haven't played any of those. Right, right. It was like Space Invaders and Pong and uh, Space Breakout. Yeah. And there were there was some, some cool. Cuber. Right. Thing. Right. So anyway, this is a, a yeah a reinvention, a, a reissue of slash reinvention of the original. It's pretty cool. So you know, one that we had um, back in the day was Intellivision. Oh, I remember that one. There was a quite a few yeah. different kind of com- com- competitors out there, right? There was ColecoVision. Did, yeah. Sega had something. Can't remember what that was called. There's yeah there's there's just so television. many television that there was just like in television and if you ever look at like look at look it up since you were just looking it up and right. look up the uh, I'm looking at one that they're selling on eBay only at ninety nine dollars but you look at the the controller and you're like how did you even play games with those controllers <laughs> right like, <laughs> totally. Like, I remember They're this like, one. It looks it looks so seventies. Like it looks more seventy. Yes. It looks older than seventies. Actually, it looks older than the twenty six hundred because it actually had like a number pad on the controller. Besides the the dial you turned, you had a number pad yep. in there as well. Razatron. Oh. See, nineteen eighty one. So fun. You could play. Let's see what what are some of the games. Armor Battle. That's roulette, uh, space battle, which is you know the cheap version of Space Invaders. Ooh, math fun because those two words go together well. Because that's the only great <laughs> game your mom would approve. I will say, <laughs> I will say that. So, I play checkers on that thing till like I was blue in the face and play against the computer and stuff, and it served me well because when I was in the army, we were deployed. We were out in the desert and people were wanting to play checkers and they would always, you know, try to knock like dethrone me because I was beating everybody. I was just like, man, it all goes back to the Intellivision. Intellivision. Look at video games. Video games taught you something. Great. It did. It did. It's funny. I could hustle on checkers. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, if anybody has any killer apps for me for this machine, you included, since you're, uh, you've already been using it for like a year, uh, since I, I'm open yeah. to hearing about it. I'll take I'll take anybody. Well, advice. why don't you go ahead? And the buzz amongst all the kids nowadays is, oh my gosh, Adobe seats are way too expensive. We need to find something else. Right. So they've been dealing. So. Um, there is a whole new suite of of um, 
I, I call them Adobe knockoffs, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. but it's affinity and you know, it's affinity photo, affinity designer, affinity layout. I think they call it, um, I don't know, affinity publisher, publisher, affinity designer and affinity photo. And we had, I was just looking at my desktop to see which ones they were. And I was just, for the first time, I honestly, we've, we've had it, I've had it on my machines now for like a couple of years. And it's the first time I like actually opened it. And because they are trying to capture the Adobe um, crowd uh, at a discount price, shall we say? Um, I think you just mean a reasonable price. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly. what it is. Yes. It's a yes. reasonable price. Where you could probably get an entire office worth of subscriptions for the price of one or two Adobe seats. We were looking um, at doing that when I was at HMC, switching everybody out over to the Affinity Suite. And Affinity, it, Affinity it, Publisher wasn't out yet, or, or I, it was out, but it, it couldn't read InDesign files. And I, I still don't think it can, but... It, it can't. No, it can't. Can it? Can okay. It. So, yep. man, it's way cheaper. Yeah, I mean, the, these firms are spending and, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year on Adobe, and yeah. it's it's insane. It's way cheaper. Yeah. And InDesign itself is such a memory hog that um, I, I've been using um, Publisher, which is the Affinity version of InDesign, and it makes... Everything, there's there's a lot of similarities to it, in you know how you how you work and how you you know do your workflow within InDesign, and it it just it it's lighter, it's lighter, it moves faster. Yeah. It that's that's actually you know, a it big deal. Bug your machine down. Even yeah, I remember talking to them specifically the the Affinity folks, and they they were just showing the difference between opening. A Photoshop file and opening an Affinity file, like if it was Affinity Photo. And Affinity Photo will open a Photoshop file and it will take a while. But as soon as you save it as an Affinity file and then reopen it, it's a fraction of the amount of time. And so if you just wanted yeah. to make a case and architecture, people who work in architecture, they, they know exactly what this is like. Open a Revit file. How long does that take? Open, 45 minutes. open a gig and a half Photoshop file. Right, they get that big. They they do. They get you get tons of layers, and the I mean, it's it, that the resolutions are so high. You've got fifty layers in there. You've got typography. You've got layer effects. You've got nested layers and masks, and really complicated compositing going on. How long does that file take to open? Multiply that by how many people open how many files a day, and tell me how much time you bill for time. Right? Tell me how much time you're spending opening and saving files and it's like wow Mm -hmm. the math is insane and so multiply that times 200 people who are doing production in the firm and let's talk about how much time people are wasting and we're spending two hundred thousand dollars a year on adobe right it's like it becomes a no-brainer to say we need to look at another solution and affinity saying hey you know it takes three seconds to open that file it takes you 20 minutes over there that's a big deal, yeah. and it costs yeah. less, and it's it perpetual, is. and you can use it on your Mac and your iPad and Windows computer for the same license. You don't have to buy separate licenses for all that stuff. And it's like, right. and, and then you know what happens? We don't do it because everybody knows how to use Photoshop already. But I know but they're I the, tell you I know they're very as, similar, but so, but that's the argument. That's actually where it actually breaks down. Exactly. As literally somebody who just opened it up, the because I'm one of those people. It's like, don't take away my dope. I'm a curmudgeon. You know? Yeah. And <laughs> I open it up and I'm like, huh. Huh. Like, I could I could do exactly what I do here, you know? What's funny I is, mean, like, architects use Photoshop to a certain degree that is not professional Photoshop. It's like, you do these five oh, yeah, things yeah, yeah, in no, Photoshop. No, no. You open the file. You yeah. might move a layer. You might add a layer. You might crop it. You might resize it. And then you save and you're done. But... And and it's actually no different for any of that stuff. It's the same. Yeah. I used to draw, but this was before Illustrator came out, but I used to draw in Photoshop. I, I did all sorts of like things that, you know, most people weren't using Photoshop for. In fact, actually a lot of the editing 
in post editing and, and you know redrawing and all of that other stuff that I did for uh, my professor's book when he was doing the second edition and he was like updating things or he was revising you know certain kind of like graphics or something that he did or if I was drawing brand new graphics but they needed to match the old graphics or old drawings and stuff you know I would use Photoshop as a way to kind of match and mask and, and do all of these things and I'm pretty good at using it as a drawing tool as much as a photo a photoshopping tool yeah I will say the one thing that I don't know if affinity has um, that I do rely on and I rely mostly on my phone is Lightroom mm. love Lightroom mm. but, yeah no they don't they don't yeah. try to compete with Lightroom but you've got You've got the photos. Yeah. Oh. It photos still doesn't do something. No, it, it's it, not it a do pro level, but it is a you know it's got most of the stuff in. But yeah, not everything. Yeah, yeah. there are some things you know like if I want to you know fix the geometry of taking a picture of a building, and it's slightly askew or something like that, and I want to like you know change it so that it actually looks vertical. I'm I'm opening it um, up right now. I'm pretty sure that what, that's in the, there. It sort of is, is, but not to the... If you go into the crop tools, you have vertical and horizontal uh, perspective fixing. Yeah. Real-time follow-up. But, you know, still saying that. There's just, some, you know, when you go into geometry, there's like all of the the upright distortion vertical horizontal aspect scale i love X, those tools uh, too offset y offset yeah but you don't That's, have you're only the only reason you have lightroom is because you're not paying for that subscription yourself <laughs> are you damn right damn right and, and so when they were like you know hey we need your subs we need your license back for adobe hopefully nobody from it is listening to this but <laughs> They're like, you know, can we? And I'm like, oh, no, no, but I need to Not do mine. this and, or <laughs> yeah. this. It like, I don't like, they're like, oh, are you using? And it's just like, oh, well, I'm, you know, and then I admit, I'm like, you know, hey, I'm using like Lightroom and all this other stuff. They're like, oh, well, we've got, you know, standalones for that here. You can use this one instead. I was like, mm -hmm. thank you. For a long time, when Adobe switched over to subscription, they offered Photoshop and Lightroom for 10 bucks a month, which is still a lot of money every year. It's 120 bucks a year, right? It's like, that's not nothing. <laughs> it's a lot more than I was yeah. paying with my, with my perpetual license, which I you know paid off several years ago. And then it went to $20 a month for the, the photo bundle. And then it went, I, I don't even know what it is now, right? It's it's creative. It's creative cloud. It's yeah. And it's so super cre expensive. creative cloud. There's certain. Yeah. Super yeah. expensive. Yeah. So like it's, I don't know how it really is pay for this kind of stuff, no. especially with yeah. inflation. It's, it's absolutely insane. Right. So, um, your mileage may vary, but, but yeah, I, I, I just stick with a lot of the default apps if I can, because I can't afford to have all of those subscriptions everywhere for everything. Yeah. And it, I, I will say that I also, since how we're on this kind of like, you know, Adobe Kick or Kick Adobe or whatever you want to call it, um, <laughs> but there are still people in my that when they're sharing their screen, they're like, "Oh, here, let me show you this." You know, let me let me share this PDF, and they'll open it up, and I'm like, "Are you using Acrobat?" Like, you call yourself a professional? What? <laughs> What is that? Like, like Acrobat. Acrobat <laughs> needs to die. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> I mean, thank you, Adobe. Actually, the the founder who who like invented PDF, right, and therefore Acrobat, mm -hmm. and just recently passed away. It's an absolutely incredible file format technology. Whatever it's it's many things, oh, yeah, yeah. but but the yeah. Adobe implementation of it is. Especially for architecture, like I don't know how anybody can survive with Acrobat versus some a tool like Bluebeam. Yeah. Well, I will say that you know it's funny is that Acrobat is trying to be like a, a Bluebeam light, and I'm like, there's, I don't want it to be a Bluebeam light. I was like, there's so many things like mm. add-ons, toolboxes, all of this other stuff that I can do. There's so much stuff. Yeah. Like 
please just stop. Well, you're a professional you, PDF. You're at the point in your career where you are a professional PDF. Like you, you email, you PDF, you Zoom. That's basically what you do on a computer at, at your stature and position. At and my age. Your role. Yeah. I didn't say that, but you did. So I'll roll with it. But yeah, I mean, that, it, it is interesting, right? The, how you go from these very technical CAD, 3D modeling, rendering, visualization, spatial, all that. You become a professional PDFer. <laughs> Is there a? <laughs> you need a merit badge in that, is, sir. I was gonna say, is there like you know, it's like certification, Cormac Phelan, AIA, mm, you know, mm. uh, comma PPDF. I think you could just put dot PDF after your name, and people would know. There you go. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah we'll do that. All right, I'm hitting stop. That was.